Okay, kaboom. It is April 23rd, 2019. This is the Robert Bruton Podcast Show, and I am your host, Robert Bruton. And today is Double Down Tuesday. Oh my God, I just thought of that. Because last Tuesday, I actually published two podcasts, and today I'm doing it again. And I really, honest to goodness, didn't have any thought of it being uh, Double Down Tuesday. Oh my God. So, Yay, a new thing. We got Double Down Tuesday. Far out. Okay. So, no, I, really what I was more in tune with is I'm just real excited about this little next series of podcasts that we're doing because we're going to have um, we're gonna have some classroom stuff to go with this. Uh, when I get it published, we'll be on Skillshare with a new class. Um, I'm going to put out a new ebook that's coming uh, in the next few days, which I'm really excited about. And uh, all of it ties into uh, the life research project that I've been working on uh, for the last few months. Um, something that I'm really feel like, you know, it, when I talk to people, one of the things that everybody was, you know, kind of, I don't know, they, they weren't, uh, I don't know how to put it. Um, Everybody just kind of thinks that that a lot of the of this like self improvement books and things that are out there, uh, self improvement stuff is filled with a lot of fluff. You know, a lot of stuff that you're sitting there trying to weed down to. I don't give a crap. Tell me how to solve my damn problem. So that's why I love eBooks. Okay, that's why they're they're easy. They're down and dirty, and 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 it it allows me to get to the absolute. Here's what we do. Here's how we fix this. Here is what I'm doing to fix these issues. It's working for me. Mirror it. It might work for you. Okay. Um, so one of the things that that I told myself, um, gosh, a year and a half ago, is you know I said I, you know, I'm just not going to lose anymore. I'm just not going to. I'm not going to have shit blow up. You know, and you're just going to have to, you know, oh, my God, we got to start this over, start that over. And it just never, you know, really any nothing really comes to fruition the way you want it to. And so I've really made an earnest effort this past year and a half to change just about everything in my life. And one of the changes uh, that I want to make and, and and I am making is I, you know, I told myself, you know, I want to do the last half of my life doing something that I want to do, not something I have to do. And that's with my career. So hence I started writing and, and I've been writing for a long time. I do it. I, I've been doing it on the side and that kind of thing. You guys know I come out of the automotive and, and recreational vehicles uh, uh, business and industry. And, you know, uh, uh, I just it's just really has never been what I truly wanted to do. You know, I love my outdoor show. I have a, I have an outdoor show besides what we do here. And we talk about camping, hiking, zip line, rock climbing, uh, skydiving, uh, motocross. I mean, we're just into all kinds of cool, cool stuff and I love it. And that's exciting to me. So I enjoy that. So we're going to, I'm going to keep doing that. Um, but this part of my life, okay, where I'm actually writing and things like that, you know, and so I, I, we're going to start a series on demystifying freelance, okay? If you do, so, and, I, and it doesn't have to be about writing or what, it, let, let me let me say, if you're going to, if you have a skill set that's marketable 
to people, okay? Let's say you're a good photographer, you're a writer, you're a good cook, um, you're, you can uh, knit, you can do all kinds of stuff, and you think that you have the potential to bring that value to the world, then we're going to talk about how to overcome fear of doing it, how to do it with a full-time job, and kind of, like I said, demystify everything so you can go, well, hell, I could do that. Because there's all kinds of fun places. There's cool resources. And I know where they pretty much all are. So I'm going to share all those resources with you. I'm going to share some things that you can do to get mentally and emotionally prepared to handle this. And then how to organize yourself, okay, so that you can do it and continue to have this full-time job. But here's the thing. I'm hoping that most of you are looking to go, if I could replace my income, I would be so out of this place, it would it'd make your head spin. Or if, let me ask you this, and here's some questions that you want to ask yourself with this. If I handed you $500 right now, 500 bucks, and I said, here, thanks, I appreciate you mowing the grass. Not that I'd give you $500 for mowing my grass, but I'm just using an example, okay? If I handed you 500 bucks, what difference would that make in your life right now? What difference would that make to your family? What difference would it make to you? You don't necessarily have to have a, a family. You could be a young single person starting out. But 500 bucks, if you had 500 bucks to, to throw at anything right now, you could throw it at a credit card. You could throw it at a bill. Um, you could put it in savings better still, okay? Or maybe you could open an investment account. Maybe you could do something else to get that money working for you. It's found money to you. Don't blow it. You know, I'm going to party with my friends. That's about the stupidest shit I've ever heard. So don't do it, okay? Don't take money that you could use to build value in your life and use it for some dumb shit. Just don't be that stupid, okay? And I'm and I mean what I'm saying. And you'll notice that my language got a lot different because don't do dumb shit with your money. Because in my early days, let me just put it to you this way: I, I was selling gray market. This these were Mercedes Benz and, and other cars that we could bring from Germany into the United States, and people in Dallas, Texas, would pay stupid money for these cars because everything on the dash was in German, and you know it. They were just in the, you know, they, they could say, well, I got my, I imported my car from Germany. Well, you can't do that anymore because Mercedes-Benz USA stopped all that. Um, but for a time, we were making ridiculous money. I mean, really, really crazy uh, money. And so in my 20s, uh, you do the math, okay? I mean, it, it was nothing to get an incredibly huge check on a Friday and be broke on Monday, asking our boss, hey, man, can you spot me a couple grand to get me through till payday? You know, or can you spot me 500 bucks, get me through till payday? You know, and did a lot of dumb shit with it, but partied like rock stars, you know? And it, in in hindsight being 2020, if I could go back and tell my young self, if I had put some of that money into stocks, into investing in my own life, career, if I had put it in CDs, treasury bills, anything 
that would have made me money. Imagine how much different the trajectory of my life would be had I done that. So if you're a young person and I hand you 500 bucks, what are you going to do with it? And how much would it change your life? If you were, if you're struggling paycheck to paycheck, if someone handed you 500 bucks today, how much difference would that make in your life? It would make a huge difference, of course. All right. So let's talk about a couple things in demystifying freelance. All right. So let, do you have something that you're really good at? Okay. So I'm going to use this as an example because I know a lot of people take selfies and take pictures and stuff with their phones. And do any of your friends ever say, wow, that's an amazing photo. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So you do all this and let me ask you this. Are you, and you've got, let's say you've got hundreds or even thousands of photos on your phone. You know, are they just sitting there? Yeah, you like to share them with your friends, but are they just sitting there, not doing anything? What if I could tell you there is a, there are a couple of places where you could go on an app on your phone. And let's say you edit those for color and things like that. Don't do too much, it's, you know, but just say that, that you've got some photos on there and you put them on a site that says or that that you could potentially uh, sell those photos. If people like them or thought them, they would be good in a magazine article, they might be good on a website, they might be good in a presentation, um, they might be good on their social media, and they pay you a few bucks to post that picture. Would that be something that, that just when you're taking your pictures, you open another app, bam, 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 you pick all the pictures on there, you upload them, and have a nice day. You don't have to to do anything you just upload those pictures to this particular app and you call it a day you, you, there's really nothing you need to do but you go in every now and again and check and see if anybody bought your pictures and keep in mind you need to keep doing this and you need to keep you know nothing happens overnight this is if you're looking to get rich quick if you're looking if you're this person who gives up you say well damn i have my pictures there for a month, ain't one of them sold. Okay, well, don't put a time limit on this shit. Don't put a time limit on anything. Or you're, that's just, eh, no. Okay? But then again, tomorrow you might wake up and go, oh my God, there's 20 bucks. This is not going to get you, you're not going to, you're not going to get, you know, uber rich doing this. Although you could make real money if you got some really cool photos of some really cool spots. Okay? And maybe some of your friends say, okay, you can use my photo. I don't give a shit if you sell it with my picture on it. Okay. You get, you get, you know, a model release from people. You post their pictures up there and, and you know, let's say there's some good fun pictures, you know, and you can't post it. Don't post anything stupid. Don't post naughty. Don't post somebody puking. Don't post somebody in a compromising situation. But if you have where everybody's got a smile on their face, it looks like everybody's laughing, then go for it. But my point is, is that, that it's not just about this. We're not talking just about photos. I'm just saying this is one little micron in this big, giant freelance world that you could do. And it's easy. It's simple. It's a process that, good Lord, man, anybody can do it. Because certainly if 
I can do it, you can do it, uh, as they say. Okay, so, you know, the first thing in demystifying our stuff is to, is to identify things that you're really good at, okay? And it can be, I'm telling you, it could be cooking. It could be um, maybe you're good at, at, you know, showing people how to meditate, showing people how to do yoga. Um, do you have a great workout plan? Are you an athlete that you could teach someone uh, how to, uh, let's say that, that you know, uh, you, you can hit a softball better than just about anybody. Everybody's always going, oh, my God, dude, you, I mean, you should have been a baseball player you know, and could you teach that to somebody that wanted to learn how to hit a softball further, you know, how to hit a golf ball further, how to putt, how to build a door uh, from scrap lumber in your yard, how to build a dog house. Is there anything that you have a particular skill set at that you could teach somebody? Maybe you're great at sales. Okay, so I teach a sales class. And I'm going to tell you how you can do that. Well, how the hell am I going to teach a sales class? How the hell am I going to, you know, get anybody to come and do that? How am I going to get anybody to pay me? We're getting to that. That's the whole point. Okay, we're going to get to all that. What I'm suggesting to you is now is identify your why. Identify what it is that, that you can do that you do really well. And then come up with a way that you think you could set yourself apart, you know, and and do some stuff, you know. And maybe it's not just one thing. Maybe you, you go, oh, my God, his picture idea was the coolest shit ever. Okay, dude, where can I go get these uh, places and put my pictures on there? I take pictures with my phone all the time, you know. Apple even has contests for their phones, you know. Did you know that? Did you know that you can actually upload stuff to the National Geographic? You know, who wouldn't want their their picture on National Geographic? Think of all the uh, wonderful, wonderful things, you know. If they pick it up, great. If they don't, well, you know, who cares? You know, there's contests you can get in. There's all kinds of fun things that you can do and that you can say, hey, look, you know, I'm at an expert level in this, you know. I use the, the, the photo contest things that I'm in all the time to show potential clients that, you know, uh, these are other photographers who say that my stuff's pretty good. And they've listed me as an expert in this field. Okay, so how much, and it's just playing a game. Okay, but I'm at an expert level, not because it's some scoring game or some video game. No, it's contests against your pictures against other photographers' pictures. It's a contest of quality of art. Not not that I killed, you know, 400 landscape photos with my green monster using his uh, dragon whip that he that he captured in the two levels ago. No, not anything like that. Okay, this is your work competing heads up with other people around the world. Okay, and where you rank in this world of community, you know, of uh, photographers. So it's cool. It's fun. Okay, and it's marketable. That's my point. Okay, so. Sit down. What I would like for you to do this first part is to sit down and really write out things that you enjoy, you love doing, okay? Things that really get you jazzed up, okay? Things that, that, you know, I love cooking spaghetti, okay? Well, 
how would you like to give a class on how to how to cook the best spaghetti ever? Okay, how to how to boil the noodles properly, how to make the sauce correctly, you know, whatever. But let's say that everybody loves your and you're going to share that with the world, but you're going to teach people how to do it and they're going to pay you for that. How cool would that be? Okay, how cool would it be for you to do something that people just absolutely love? Maybe you pitch the best horseshoes in the world. But identify what it is. And then write down things that make you really great at it, because these are all things that eventually you want to jog your memory and go, oh, yeah, I remember I do this. And, and, and when I'm building this model airplane and I don't get any glue that shows anywhere, this is how I do it. And you write all that stuff down because eventually you're going to want to talk about all that. So we're going to write all these bullet points down and we're going to do all this stuff and we're going to identify what we're going to do. And in coming segments, very early on, actually, we're going to learn how to organize ourselves, okay, to get our message out there. All right, we're going to do things we're going to have to. And let's let's get through this right here. You're going to have to work after hours a little bit. I'm not suggesting that you have to work four or five more hours in a day. But can you devote one hour an evening? to realizing your dream or realizing you get to a point. Let's say I, I show you how to set up a, uh, a class, a, a video class, okay, where you're going to shoot some videos and you're going to teach people in segments how to do certain things, okay? And let's say it's, it's only five or six videos that you shoot with your phone on a selfie stick setting up in a, in a room where you have a, a decent backdrop, okay? Maybe use an AirPod or use a, 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 a earphone, you know, with a mic on it. You don't have to get real fancy here. This does not have to be uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark movie, okay? This just has to be something fun. People identify the most, the best videos, and I'm not talking about this being a YouTube video. It could be, but it's not. But the best videos on YouTube are the ones that are that are done with a phone or just done in, in a way that, doesn't look cinematic. You can make it look cinematic a little bit in post-production, okay? But let's not worry about that right now. And let's say that that the videos that you don't have any and you don't have any expertise. Well, if you have an Apple phone, then you can use iMovie. I'm certain that Samsung probably has a thing. I use DaVinci. It's free and it's one of the coolest editors ever, okay? Um, there's all kinds of video editors. So here's the thing. Identify what you're doing. Know that there's easy solutions to all this because here's what here's what happens to people. Well, the dude's talking about doing a, a damn video class. Crap, I don't know how to make a damn video. Oh my god, can you sit in front of a phone and <laughs> I'm laughing because it's this simple. Sit in front of an iPhone, okay, and talk and you know, just make sure you kind of frame up your shot a little bit. Get your kids to help you or something. Get your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife, your brother, your sister. Come in and, and just set up the phone, then leave the room because I'm nervous. Shut the door and make a video. It's not hard, okay? And, this, and you don't have to do it this way. I'm just saying, keep in mind that these are things that I'm showing you how easy things out there can be. Okay, so you shoot these different segments of how to make the best spaghetti in the world. Okay, so you go through all this stuff. And what's really cool, okay, is that you're shooting, you know, Four or five-minute spots, maybe a 15-minute spot, 
and you shoot four or five of them, and then I'm going to show you where to publish them, how to publish them, how to get some buzz around it, okay, and and to start making a little bit of money. Again, you just need one touch of, I call it God, you could call it the universe, but one touch of favor, one touch of some, just some luck, just some hope. And you don't know where this could go. You have no idea. Nobody can predict the future. If I could predict the future, I'd be in New York and I'd be at the stock market and I would be making boatloads of money with Jim Cramer. But I'm not. Okay, because I can't I can't read the future. But what can what I can do is have faith that what I'm doing is going to work. So identify and clarify. What we're doing, and you'll notice anytime that I'm doing stuff and I'm trying to really get to it, we're going to cross over that same real estate several times because I want you to get it in your head. I want you to be writing this stuff down. Okay, is to please identify what you can do, and it may be several things that you're pretty good at. It may not just be making spaghetti. You might be a good photographer. You might be uh, a good painter. You might be a good art. You know, an artist with charcoal or pastels. Teach other people how to do it. And, and if it's a value, people will pay you for it. Absolutely. You know, we can find free stuff on YouTube. I'm sure you can. Okay, but what what, what if you built a, a YouTube channel and it started making money? So let's say you want to give your stuff away, but you just want to be a blessing to people. Because being a blessing to people is going to be a blessing back to you. So maybe you start a YouTube channel and you... And, and you start getting, because once you get above a thousand subscribers on your YouTube channel, if you put out enough really cool content and people love it and keep coming back to it, you're sharing recipes or you're sharing how-tos or you're showing people how to mow the grass properly, uh, whatever it is. Once you get past a thousand people who subscribe to your channel, you start getting paid. A few bucks here, a few bucks there. You know, and if you get up where, you know, Sarah Dietschy, Casey Neistat, uh, Peter McKinnon, uh, crazy folks, you know, uh, uh, on YouTube, wonderful, wonderful stuff. And you start getting 100,000 subscribers, 500,000 subscribers, you know, once you and, and you become an influencer out there, then people are going to start coming to you. Look up I Justine. That little girl's been doing stuff since she was a teenager on YouTube. And she's cool. She's funny. She's engaging. And, and just a neat woman. An amazing woman who has built an empire all online. And I'm not suggesting you have to go that far. But this young lady did it and does, and does a hell of a job doing it. Oh, my God. Justine is right. And if I say her last name wrong, I'm sorry. But she's wonderful. She's just fun, funny, and, you know, you would be amazed at how many things you can do that chronicle things that people will actually come to. And there's a ton of ways to make money, a ton of ways to make money, you know, a ton of ways to monetize things that you do, okay, that you might do for fun. Maybe you're a great hiker. Maybe you're a great uh, mountain climber. Maybe you're a great rock climber, you know. Maybe you're a great gamer, okay? If you Maybe your kids are like freaking awesome. They beat everything, beat everybody. Well, there's ways, and I'm sure that your kids probably already know. But, you know, 
Look at PewDiePie on, on YouTube. Oh my God. It drives you insane the way this kid talks, but he makes God only knows how much money uh, playing video games. So the next time you get on your kid and go, dude, get off the damn video games. Go look at PewDiePie on, on YouTube and then look at his net worth. Um, look at the way that these kids do all this stuff on Twitch. You know, it's it's amazing. You know, and if they're fun and engaging and your kid's funny, then there you go. You know, be a Hollywood mom. <laughs> and I say that jokingly, okay? But there's a lot of ways that you can live a life where it's what you want to do, not what you have to do. And that's where I got some years back and I started working on it. I started and I started writing. I started, you know, like I started out on on a on a uh, a service called Fiverr. It's what you would do for five bucks. So I'd write, I said, okay, I'll write, I, I know a lot about the automotive industry. So I'll write an automotive article for 350 words for five bucks. You know, 350 words, you guys, is a couple of paragraphs. I can write a couple of engaging paragraphs and make five bucks. And then you can upsell from there. You know, well, if you want 500 words, then I'll do it for this amount of money. If you want a thousand words, I'll do it for this amount of money. And so that's how I got my start. And I made fairly decent money. In fact, it it was so funny that my my wife at the time told me, she goes, all right, you keep your Fiverr card because they give you a credit card and they load your, when you get enough money on there, you just, you load your deal. You know, you load your card and they put the money that you earn on your card because P, and people have to pay you. You're, you're, you can't get stiffed. Okay. There's just not any way to get stiffed. All right. So you're going to get your money. They, they kind of hold it there in escrow and then, and then it clears and then they tell you when it's cleared to your account and then you can uh, tell it to transfer the money over to a uh, debit card, to a reloadable debit card. And so when, when we were doing our family budget, she would say, okay, you keep your, your little writing money. And that was my mad money to do whatever I wanted with. And I bought all kinds of good money. I, in fact, I even bought, I, I even upgraded my laptop at one point in time with the money that I made uh, doing that. So I, I got a better laptop with more internal speed and I'm probably three laptops past that one now, but I remember that. You know, it did buy me my first really, really super good laptop. So um, that was pretty cool. And at the time, it was just my mad money. So how many of you could do something that didn't take a whole lot of time? I could, you know, I know so much about that industry that if you said, hey, can you write me 500 words on the best way to, to get automotive financing if I'm going to go buy a new car? shoot, I've been doing it for a hundred years. So yeah, I can absolutely spit you out something that's pretty good, you know, because I'm an industry insider. I know what it takes. I know what to do. So that's a real value to people. You know, people ask me all the time. I've written a lot of stuff about credit. Okay. Because I worked in retail finance. So I know what it takes to get the best deal to purchase a car, which is either the largest or certainly the second largest investment that you will ever make as a person is your home and your car and they're have to haves. 
You have to have a car, most people, because we don't live in New York, unless you live in New York, okay, and you ride the subway. But mo for most people, mass transit's not a really great option. Certainly not like it is in New York. But what you really can do is identify stuff that, that you can get jazzed up about, and you can actually learn to monetize that. And that's what we're going to get to. We're going to work on that. So here's our homework. Here's what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to start to write all this stuff down. Okay. So first thing to write down is what it is that you would like to do or you think that you could do that would that could potentially make money. And I'm telling you, it could be something as simple as how to cook spaghetti, how to make the best hamburger. It can be something that it, you don't you don't have it doesn't have to be anything uber fancy. If you have uber fancy skills, God bless you. But if you don't, then think of something that you really love to do. You know? This is how I got my dog to sit. This is what I do to get my dog to lay down. You know, this is how I lost 20 pounds. So figure out what that is. Write all that down. Okay. And get real specific and real clear on what it is. Okay. Whatever it is, get real clear about it. Write it down. This is, this is not a paragraph, you guys. This is going to be a couple, two or three pages of stuff that, that I want you to get really, really jazzed about. All right. And then I want you to start praying and or meditating, visualizing it. And this is where we get back to, for those of you that follow me and know that most of our stuff is a lot of it is spiritual driven. Okay. A lot of it's life-changing, self-improvement driven. This is where we get, this is where we're bringing that into the fold, into the mix. We're going to start bringing that to life. That which we really think we can do. We're going to start bringing it to life. We're going to start seeing it. We're going to start feeling it. Meditate on it. Pray about it. Steve Harvey talks about you have not because you ask not. When you up your ask, God has to up his give. I, that words I live by all the time. So up your ask and God will up his give. And pray about it. Sit on, sit there and, you know, this is what I'd like to do. These are the ways that I would like to help people. Imagine how, the, you know, here's the thing. You think, you think about a spaghetti, you know, and I'm using this as an analogy, you know. Maybe you have a really great, and, 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 and some, and, and I'm going to say some stay-at-home mom or some stay-at-home dad cooks this pot of spaghetti that they saw you do on this class. And their family comes home and, and they love it as much as your friends and family love it. And so they're sitting, oh my God, dad, oh my God, mom, this is the best stuff ever, y'all. This is so cool. You know, what a fun blessing. What a, what just an amazing thing to, to, to just bring a smile and some joy into people's life, you know, and possibly at the end of the day, it furthers what you're trying to do with your own life because you are a blessing to somebody. And it could be something like that. Maybe you know how to knit and people that, that are trying to learn how to knit and get frustrated and don't do it. Maybe the way that you teach it and the way that you talk it through, they get it. All of a sudden now this, this girl's knitting or this guy's knitting. Oh my God, it's easier than I thought. Oh my God, if I'd have just done it this way. So identify those things. 
and then begin to see yourself doing it. Begin to see yourself, visualize yourself doing it. Keep it all written down. Look at it. Visualize it. Meditate on it. Pray about it. Okay? So that's the second thing. Praying and meditating on what we want. And and don't worry about how we're going to get there. See yourself doing it. Big difference. All right? So let's do those two things. Let's start getting it alive in our mind. Let's start getting it alive to do. And on the next episode, what we're going to talk about is we're going to start talking about how to bring that to life. Okay? And here's the thing. You don't have to have big accounting packages. You don't got to got all this stuff. You don't need you don't need a fancy website when I can show you how to build a blog for free. Hopefully you'll get to where you're going to need a fancy website. But for now, we can just build a, a fun blog, okay, and start talking about what we're doing. Create some buzz. Ask people for suggestions and things like that. Now, if you really kind of, and, and we're going to get to that, okay? So, but for right now, let's just define what we want to do, okay? And then, and then let's start really bringing that into our experience. Start bringing that to life, okay? Let's do those two things first. And then tomorrow, we're going to get into a even more fun show. Okay, we're going to start talking about some things to do, some things to start bringing to that visualization. And if you have a vision board, start building a vision board. Okay, I'm actually going to give you three things to do. So identify what it is we're going to do. Begin to meditate and pray on seeing yourself doing it, seeing yourself as a, as a, as, as what it is that you want to be or do. Okay. And then thirdly, start building a vision board. So as we're writing, maybe we start getting pictures of, of things in magazines and we start putting that, you know, in a, in a vision board so we can start seeing it, start visualizing it, start feeling it. Okay. So we're going to do those three things. All right. So I added the one little bonus thing there at the end. All right. So we're going to kick it off and just be done today. Double down Tuesday. All right. I love you guys. And I hope that we can continue this. And I hope that you see the spiritual value and the and the value that it could add to your life. Um, bringing our life full circle. That's what the Life Research Project's about. That's what, what we've been working on for a long time is bringing our life full circle. And if this includes you doing something that maybe you could make a couple extra bucks at and maybe you only invest an hour a week, a couple hours a week, okay, what would $500 handed to you in your hand, how much of an impact would that make on your life? It doesn't have to be about, oh, I'm going to be the next uh, whoever billionaire. I'm going to be the next Warren Buffett. I'm going to be the next this or that. God bless you if you are. But let's just let's take a step today. Let's just get let's just get our why done and start seeing ourselves doing it. And let's start getting our vision board together so we can start making this happen. All right. So as you guys know, I have a hard time saying goodbye. So I always end up going another five or ten minutes with all kinds of stuff saying I love you. And anyway, if you have any questions or comments, the good news is go to robertbruton.com, hit that contact me. And there's a there's a uh, uh, an email deal there, a little form you can fill out with a comment thing. 
send that to me. I answer every single solitary one of those. They don't go to a staffer. They come directly to me. And I promise we will have a conversation. I'd love, man, I've got some, I got, I got a, a lady in Honduras that sent me some stuff. Oh my God. I love, it's been amazing getting to know this person. So it, it's really, really cool. And I've got a couple people in New York, a guy in Seattle, uh, several people in Dallas because I'm from Dallas and we've actually uh, been able to do some uh, uh some stuff together, you know, at Starbucks and things. It's been pretty cool. So I'm amazed. So send me those comments and send me the questions. And, you know, if you have something that you want us to talk about or or anything, I'm happy to do those things. And I also will have you on the show. If you got something that's really cool, well, tell me, say, dude, you need to put me on your podcast. And we can do all that over the phone. It's real simple and real easy. And I would love for anyone who is interested to be on the show and, and share your testimony, share your experience, or or I'll tell you what, if you come up with something really good on a freelancing deal that you want to do, I will have you on the show and we will talk about and we will promote what it is that you're doing and maybe we'll create some buzz around it. So think about that. Get something together. Let's get some stuff where we could send some people to a blog or to a website. You know, we could send some people to your podcast. You know, think about that. There's another great way. Do hello. Uh, do what I'm doing. Be on a podcast. They're a lot of fun to make. So, again, I'm excited. So I'm having a hard time saying goodbye. But this is the Robert Bruton Podcast Show. As always, I'm your host, Robert Bruton. Bye for now. We'll talk again tomorrow.